Welcome to Witchcrafted. I'm your host, Joshua Lancaster, and today we are doing episodes one through three of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7 All-Winners. And if that is not a mouthful, I don't know what is. Uh, sadly, Amy cannot be here today uh, simply because of the fact that she is moving. She does not have access to have all of her stuff hooked up. Uh, so we are not going to be doing that. But we are, uh, you're going to hear animals in the background because we have a, obviously our regular animals and we are fostering a kitten so we are super excited to be doing that. But today, in place of Amy, I've got my boyfriend, DK. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Yeah. So this is going to be exciting. Um, All-Star 7, all winners. Uh, we're not going to do the walk-ins uh, because we did that on the last episode that we did. Uh, that was, I think, two or three episode, but, uh, episodes back. Just go ahead and listen to that. Um, so... Let's go ahead and jump into All-Star Season 7. Without spoiling anything, what are your thoughts so far on the season, on the specific season? Um, honestly, the best season of Drag Race I have seen to date. Um, recently, I've not been getting into Drag Race that much, but after just seeing the first episode of this season... It got me all hyped up for it again for the first time in a very long time. Okay. So, very excited. Awesome. Well, then let's go ahead and jump into it because I know we're going to talk about it in detail. I feel the exact same way. I'm extremely excited for the season. Um, I think they've done some really great things with this one. Um, it's totally different from anything else we've seen uh, in Drag Race history, so it's really cool. Um so let's go ahead and jump into one thing uh, that has to be said about this season. Uh, it is on Paramount Plus in the U.S. I think in other countries you can get it on Netflix. Um, you'll just have to Google to find out exactly what it is. Um, so one second. <clears throat> I had to clear my throat before we begin. All right, so All-Star Season 7 has amazing uh, people in it, which we've discussed before. We have Evie Oddly, we've got Trinity the Tuck, we've got uh, the Vivian from the UK, we got Shea Coulee, we've got Jada Essence Hall, we've got Jinx Monsoon, Monet Exchange, and Raja, and these are all winners. Um, so we get to see them walk through the door, and then all of a sudden we have a ninth queen, and it's a secret queen. And everybody was like, oh, who could it be? And the joke was that it was Jujubee. Because it's like, Jujubee has to be a part of every single thing, right? It's not Jujubee, but it's Raven. And Raven was the first runner-up on season uh, two. And then she was first runner-up on season one of All-Stars. So she's never actually won, but she has been uh, a first alternate. Uh, so first is in the title. So does that count, maybe? I wish it did, because <laughs> Lord knows I want to see her compete again. Yeah. Well, of course, she's in dark mode when she shows up, which I stole that from another uh, podcaster, but it's kind of right, because she tans a lot now. Um, she has the right body for it. Well, I guess, if you want to say that. Uh, but anyways, so she walks in. Everybody is like accepting her, and it's totally fine. Then RuPaul comes in to do their first challenge, and RuPaul looks over at Raven and goes, Why are you here? 
And then everybody just kind of goes, what's going on? They do a little skit. Raven leaves. We're never going to see Raven compete on anything else. Like, it's, it's just never going to happen because it would be an unfair advantage. Like, I understand that we're never going to see her again, but the want. Oh, the want is still there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I love Raven, too. I don't like the fact that she is taking so much from a culture that is not hers. But at the same time, that's not my culture, so I can't really do anything about it. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump into the first episode. Um, So after Raven gets slapped around and then removed off of stage, uh, they find out the rules. And I've actually written down stuff for once because I'm trying to be an adult. Uh, So the all-star rules is no one is eliminated. Rather, the top two all-stars of each week are given a legendary legend star, which is the stupidest name. I'm sorry, RuPaul. I really (laughs) hate it. And the chance to lip sync for their legacy. The winner of the lip sync is given $10,000 as a tip and a chance to block another queen with the platinum plunger. That is not a platinum plunger. That is a gold plunger with rhinestones on it that are also gold. It is not platinum unless they have done something to the color on our TV to make platinum look gold. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a sparkly plunger for a sparkling toilet, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so of course, uh, like I said, they have to lip sync for their legacy in the end four Queens with the most legendary legend stars. I'm going to mess this up. Hmm will make it to the final four and compete for the final lip sync Lala Perusa for the crown. The winner of this season gets $200,000 and the title of queen of all Queens. Uh, but there's a caveat that they don't explain. If you are in the top two and you win the lip sync, you cannot get rid of the person you lip synced against. That's not who you can give the plunger to. You can't give it to that person, but you can give it to anybody else or anybody that has stars. So those are the rules for the season. What do you think of the rules? I love them, actually, because one, it creates a better competing spirit. It's more pageant than anything. And it, it makes it to where they're not so catty against each other because they know no one's being voted off. No one's like, no one's really getting the crap end of the stick in this one because no. they get to stay. Unless you get the plunger, it may have crap on it. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I should hope not. You know, it better be a pristinely clean toilet for that plunger. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it's a great concept for this. I hope it's not something that they bring over to a regular season of All Stars. Because I like the eliminations, uh, especially people that you've seen do so well. And for them to get eliminated, it's kind of that moment of you're a human too type situation. And I think that's why I kind of wanted an elimination. But now watching it, I'm glad that it's not. Because I could see certain people going home on like the first episode. And I'm like, but I wouldn't have wanted them to go home. So I see it. But I think that the way they're doing this works well for the winners. Yeah. So if they did another season with more winners, I would love to see them bring this form of com- competition yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, for winners, yeah, but not for a regular, regular no. all-stars. Okay. 
So let's jump into the first mini challenge. Of course, it's one of my favorites because the library is open and we get a reading challenge. There's great reads all the way around. Everybody's really good. The only one that kind of faltered to me was Raja because all she did was go up there and just spell out the word booger and walk off. It was funny, but it wasn't like you're going to win this challenge by doing that. Um, her reads on her her original season were really bad, too. So it makes sense that she didn't want to do it. She's not very good at reading yeah. so much. She's a fabulous queen, don't get me wrong. But she's not good at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get a lot of good ones, but the main one that I loved was Jinx Monsoon coming after Raja. She said Roger and then immediately just kept going with it. And the one great line that was my favorite was the you've always been like a sit. You've always been like a mu- you've always been like a grandmother to me. And they did a great <laughs> edit of like the the record skipping It was perfect. Perfect. Well, her other one she did to Roger was my favorite. You just called her Roger. I keep doing that. Thank you, Jinx. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she goes, Roger, you're a Gemini. You have two faces. What do you do with all your good makeup? You put it on your other face? It was good. It was a good read. It was a great read. It was great. Um, So this isn't really a challenge, but I feel like it was a gift to Shea Coulee out of everybody. But they had to walk out. Uh, so Jinx obviously wins it. Um, and I think she won like $10,000 or she won some kind of tip from I RuPaul. Maybe it was a thousand bucks, but it was hardcore. Uh, RuPaul makes sure that everybody knows it's cash. It's straight up cash. Um, so anyways, uh, Ru says, you know, there's one other person that you need to see. Uh, so they walk out to the runway. And when they get out to the runway, Naomi Campbell walks across the stage and you can see the joy and happiness on Shea Coulee's face. Um, so she's there to kind of teach a master class on runways, which all of them know how to put on a really good runway. I think my favorite was Jinx trying to pretend that she knows what she's doing on a runway when she doesn't, but it was funny and it was very camp and Naomi Campbell loved it because it was stupid. It so, was like graceful camp. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> but then of course we get to see Shea Coulee in her absolute element walking across that stage and Naomi Campbell. I didn't know Naomi Campbell even had tear ducts. I didn't know she could cry, but the look on her face, she started to well up because she saw, I think a piece of herself in Shea Coulee. Uh, and then of course Shay talks about, you know, I've always admired you. I've always loved watching your runways. I've learned from you. And she chokes up and then, of course, Rue's just like, yeah, this is great. I need attention, you know, and then it kind of fades off. So uh, on the main stage, they have to uh, their main challenge is to do a cast version of Legend by RuPaul, where everybody has to write a lyric and then they have to perform. The one thing that I really enjoyed is everybody came together to do the choreography. There was no bitching and complaining. It was at first but it faded off real quick. And then everybody was like, no, we're not going to do this. Like we do on regular seasons. We're professionals or winners. We're going to do this. Like the way the Queens work together to put together the choreography and everything they were going to do and say, it was beautiful. It's what I've been wanting from drag race for a long time is actually working well together. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of go through a quick breakdown of, uh, well, before we get to the main stage performance, uh, we get Cameron Diaz as the special guest. 
And she's so excited to be there. She's like, this is the best day of my life. RuPaul does a little song and jig. I'm not going to call it a dance. It wasn't a dance. It was, <laughs> look at my arms. They they move like moment. She literally just moved her arms a little bit yeah. and that was it. Yeah, it was funny. Um, But let's go ahead and break down each one of the performances as best as we can remember. I didn't grab a photo from that because it's really hard to grab photos from a live performance. Uh, the performance or the pictures that I grabbed were from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race wiki page. Whoever is running that page chef's kiss you're doing a great job because it was so detailed with everything i needed i didn't have to do a ton of research so thank you for that um let's talk about raja she was kind of the opener i didn't like the outfit i hated it i really didn't like the lyrics because the lyrics didn't really fit for me it was okay it wasn't bad uh monet exchange destroyed the dancing and the singing and the wrapping, it was so good. And her outfit. I loved her outfit, too, because she also wore the shoes that had, like, gold lace, like, all the way up yeah. her leg. It was beautiful. She looked like a Mortal Kombat character, and I was so into it. Just like Scorpion, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, wonderful. Jinx Monsoon is the stupidest person in the world, and I love her for it. Wore this green outfit with this red wig. She always does red, but... It was a great moment. It was so funny. Like, it was so camp. And the rub-a-dub-dub, come get it in my tub. Like, it was so good. <laughs> and it was so funny because she just starts shaking her head. And if you watch it and you watch her in the background, she's, like, trying so hard to dance and be involved. And I just need her to stop. I mean, I love the way Jinx knows she can't dance, but she goes out there. She puts on a show. She really does. Uh, Jaden says in Hall, Essence Hall, we know that she can't sing. She even says it in the song. I can't sing, but I'm doing my best for RuPaul. Her little jig and number was really funny. It was very cute. It was very Jada Essence Hall. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just kind of middle. Uh, Shea Coulee lyrics were on point, could dance, but I'll be completely honest. The wig was laid. It was perfect, but that costume was terrible. I hated the costume. It was very ill-fitting. I don't know if like she lost weight or something when she originally got it. And then, you know, she lost weight and it just, it just, it hung in weird areas that didn't fit well for me. It also seemed a bit bland too. Yeah. Compared to everybody else. Uh, the Vivian, I actually liked her lyrics. Her costume was really cool. I hated the shoes. The shoes did not match anything else, <laughs> but the lyrics were on point. She did a great job. Um, Trinity, the tuck. God love her. Looked so good. So, so good. Looked so good. But the problem I had is the same problem I have with all drag queens. Know your words to your song, <laughs> especially if you wrote the lyrics <laughs> to the song. That was like the only critique they had. On yeah. Her. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we had Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly did a, it did a decent job. I didn't hate the lyrics. I'm just over the... I'm a weirdo comments over and over again. We've heard it for so many years. I'm done with it. I just say burn the wig. Her wig, the was, wig was bad. God awful. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Everything. I, I liked everything else about it. Like, yes, yeah, she does her little contortionist thing, but honey, get rid of that wig. It would have made a hundred times better. Yeah. Um, so the runway for this one is I'm crowning, which is a funny joke because they're crowned Queens. Um, I actually have that photo up here. Um, 
I liked what Evie Oddly did. I thought it was very funny because it was a play on the word crayon and crayon or Crayola crayon. It's according to how you say it. Because growing up, you either say crayon or crown. Yeah. So it was a cute idea. I, the only problem I have, I liked like the bodice and I liked the shoulder pads and I loved the, the crowns as a crown. That was really cute. The shoes actually were the exact same. The only problem I had is the corset was brown while the rest of it was colorful. I mean, yeah, it does kind of stick out in the middle. Um, but one th- what I do love Evie Oddly's creativity, especially yeah. with not just being crowns, but also melting down her face. Yeah. It was a great concept. I just think that it missed the mark with the corset. The corset threw my eye directly to it because it's a brown corset, but the rest of it is rainbow colored. It's like it felt like the corset was an afterthought versus being there. If it would have been black, maybe I would have been okay with it. But the brown just doesn't make sense. I mean, it also would have been really easy to either melt some crowns or do something simple to it. Exactly. It, it didn't take any effort. Um, Trinity the Tuck. Okay. Love this gown. Do not get me wrong. And I, I'll let you talk about it because I know you're excited about this gown. So I'm not going to go too in detail. But the problem I have is if you're going to be on the runway of RuPaul's Drag Race, you have to walk in the outfit. If you cannot walk, it's not a runway. But purple crushed velvet, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, don't get me wrong, but she can't even walk in it. Well, I mean, no, it is very hard to walk in a pencil skirt. But the way, I love the way the fabric comes to a point around her legs and then flares out in this giant train. Yeah. And it's gorgeous the way she has those three cuffs on each hand. That's just it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you on it being gorgeous, but she can't walk in it. And that's a problem for me. But anyways, um, I feel like she can learn how to walk because you can walk in pencil skirts. You just I think she just needs to practice more on learning I how I don't know. Anyways, so then we have the Vivian. I loved it. It was very her. It was very like posh. Uh, the shoes were really cool with it. It was it a win. No. Was it passable? Absolutely. Uh, Shea Coulee, throw the microphone away. It was <laughs> fabulous. She did this like, like African headpiece. She did this whole like African tribe type situation. She even had prosthetic earlobes to look like the giant earlobes. It was amazing. It was so good. I love the way she brings the African heritage out. And she even did it like the whole flowy gown and everything like it wasn't tribal colors, but it was a tribal pattern and that's, and it just made it so beautiful the way it stuck out. Yeah. And one of the things that Shay says is my drag is a love letter to black women everywhere. And this is the exact example of what she's talking about. Oh yeah. It definitely shows that hands down. Uh, Then we have Jada essence hall. I personally don't like this. I don't like I love concepts of it because it's like the purple with the yellow and then it's got the beautiful dreads going up into like a giant beehive along with like a tiny stupid little crown on top of it, which I thought was a great nod, but it just didn't work for me. I mean, I because I know what she was going for because they're supposed to look like those gemstones that you break open and they're all sparkly on the inside. See, all I got was really bad 
vagina. Yeah, that's what I was trying to that I know what she was going for, and the concept is there. Execution and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we got Jinx Monsoon, did a great Victorian gown with a huge headpiece. But the the kicker, oh, ah, oh. you're welcome. The kicker was when she opened the side of the skirt and slung out her leg to show off her leg. I almost peed myself because it was so funny because it was such a nod to Angelina Jolie and her gown. Um, and there's a guy on TikTok who actually shows how he made this gown because he actually made her gown. And he shows how many times he had to redo uh, the cage underneath because he could not get hit the leg to flare out. Every time he kicked the leg out, fabric would wrap around it or the cage would catch it. He put a lot of work into this and it shows this is the best on the runway other than Shea And also aside from her dress, which is fabulous all in itself and amazing. I love her headpiece. It made it look like a giant sunburst on her head. I love it. it yeah. I just thought it was all around just brought the entire thing together. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then, of course, we have Monet Exchange. This made me laugh to the point that you couldn't hear anything on the episode because it's a tracksuit, and then she's got this wig with this crown stuck inside of it. It's protruding from her head because it's so big, and then she's got these cage cutouts on the side of the jumpsuit. It was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen because it gives a nod to to cult, uh, her culture. But also at the same time, she was making a little bit of a joke out of the idea of being a crown queen, which I thought was funny. But I do love that she put like the trans colors and everything on there. It's very pretty. But at the same time, with with the cage thing, it just kind of looked like it was falling apart, even though it's not. Yeah, it was just because the way that it was moving. Um, and then, of course, we got Raja uh, in her uh, goddess form is what she was calling it. I think it's really cool. It's a nod to when she did the powdered makeup on her season with the editorial look that she had for her Marie Antoinette. It's a very much of a nod to that. So I thought that that was kind of cool to bring that thought process back. Uh, to the runway. Uh, but she said the way she designed the outfit was from the shoes up. So she designed the shoes first and then she made the rest of the outfit. Honestly, I don't think that that's true because the shoes don't match the rest of the dress. I, they are off in color. Um, what really got me with that outfit was the crown itself. It's kind of cartoonish almost yeah and i think that's what she was kind of going for and and i like it i like it with the with the big gray hair and everything so floofy and roughly on her yeah and the shoes are just kind of a miscolored mess yeah it doesn't really match but i'm not mad at it i just don't i wouldn't say on television oh yeah i designed the shoes first and the rest of the outfit came along because i'm like the shoes look like an afterthought though so Maybe don't say that. Um, but anyways, so then we get to find out who the top two is, and they say the top two is Shay and Monet Exchange. Really, really great choice. I think that they did a good job on who they picked to be the top two. I would have picked Jinx over um, Monet. Monet, just because I think Jinx's runway was better than Monet's. And I think that lyrically, they both did really, really well. So... It's nitpicking at this point, but even if that was the case, I mean, here's my thing. The song that they do is Old MacDonald by um, 
uh, Ella Fitzgerald. That would have been exactly something Jinx could have done and done well. And maybe that's why they didn't pick her. Is I because have, it was the fear. I would have loved to have seen <laughs> Jinx, Jinx do, do that, that one. That we may end amazing. up with a video someday of her doing it. And just for shits and giggles, she'll probably release it. Um, but of course, they go ahead and they lip sync for their legacy. And Shea Coulee pulls it out, just like she always does. Uh, but the thing I noticed, and somebody had brought up on another podcast, is that if you look very closely, Monet walks to the back of the stage a lot. And Monet does that because of the fact that she doesn't know the words. And it's funny because she doesn't know the words to Old MacDonald. And my favorite part is I heard Shea Coulee, I heard Shea Coulee in my head going, oh, she doesn't know the words, which was originally from her season when Valentina didn't know the words to her song. I have a problem with watching Drag Race, and I need a lot of help. Anyways. <laughs> I would say that's true. Yeah. So, of course, we get the lip sync. Shay wins, and now she's got the platinum plunger, and she has to make a decision on who she's going to take out. And she decides that she's going to take out Trinity, which is a very, very smart move. One thing they like to start doing on this season is when they're trying to decide who gets the platinum plunger, I love how she slowly walks behind each of the girls, looking at them, letting them sweat, and it's funny. Because they'll talk to her and be like, don't pick me, or say something funny, trying to convince her not to pick them. Yeah, and it's a great moment. My favorite moment that almost made me pee is Evie oddly standing there, and she walks up behind her and goes... Evie, and she's like, please don't. I give great head. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And then, of course, Raja trying to make out with her was so funny. Her, like, opening her mouth like she's going to make out with her. And Jinx didn't even say a darn thing. Jinx just said there, she's just like, I didn't win. I didn't even get close. Like, just leave me alone. But the Platinum Plunger goes to Trinity, um, and then all she does is go, oh, real loud, and it's really funny. It makes everybody laugh. First blocked queen of the season. Yep. Um... So let's go ahead and move on to season or episode two. Episode two was really, really good because uh, RuPaul walks in. There's no mini challenge. None. No mini challenge at all. No conversation. He's just like, all right, here's what you're going to do. We're going to do snatch game, which everybody loves snatch game. But not only are we doing snatch game, we're going to also do uh, where you had to do two different characters, which Bob did on his season uh, when he did. Oh, my God. Who did he do? He did. I don't remember. I can't my remember brain just Bob fell asleep. Either. But Bob did it. Um, and, of course, we saw. Uh, who was it? Chad Michaels change oh, multiple Ch- wigs and costumes. While oh, sitting yes. There. Chad Michaels share was all over the yeah. place. So the way that we're going to do this is a little bit different. Um, we're going to pull up each performer. We're going to go over each one of the characters that they portrayed, and we're going to go over their runway. So the runway was... Uh, Pleather. I have never heard the baby coo before, and the baby has now learned to coo. That's funny. Uh, the the foster kitten we have just cooed at Witchy, which was very strange. Um, yes, yeah, so it's the Pleather Principle, which is a joke on the Pleasure Principle by Janet Jackson. Um, so let's start out with Evie Oddly. Rico Nasty was a one note. It didn't hit where it was supposed to. It was okay. I, I also didn't get it. I don't really know who Rico Nasty is, so I didn't understand it at all either. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we uh, they uh, transformed into the Boogeyman, which was funny, but it was a play on the word Boogeyman. I very much enjoy Boogeyman because he did have the 70s disco afro and outfit, and he even had one of those mustache things that go in the septum piercing. Yeah. Hilarious. It was, it was a great one. It was a great one. Um, Please don't be mad. I hated this runway. It was supposed to be like a play on like anime. It was like an anime thing, but I didn't like it. I mean, she even had inflatable hair, which I think was really cool because I hadn't seen that before on a runway, the inflatable hair like that. I think I like it and I don't like I love the concept I don't think I like her particular execution. Yeah, the exec- to me, this felt like something she bought in an anime convention that was already built, and she went, oh, I need that, and then was just walked out the door. But also when it comes to anime costumes, it's hard to get something that's really custom because even the things that are store-bought and costume, they are still elaborate, so elaborate that they... I mean, I get it. It, I, it just... it. It felt like it was pulled out of a bag, shook out, and she was just like, I'm going to go to a Halloween party. It just didn't work for me. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into uh, Trinity the Tuck. Uh, did Lucifer or Lucy, which was a gay version of Lucifer, uh, and then transitioned over into Leslie Jordan. Uh, it was great. I We have different opinions on this. I think that it's good, but my problem is it's the same person, just with a different makeup style. I mean, to see them not really put together a character, because Lucifer is not just a character, and it's been he, Lucifer's been portrayed in so many different ways, right? In so many different forms. So kind of putting together an idea instead of just a character can be very challenging. But I also think she did it in a very funny way. She had Rue and everyone laughing. I mean, I think she did great with and with her Leslie Jordan. It was really funny because Leslie Jordan was too short to get into the chair. So then uh, so uh, the boogeyman had to lift up Leslie Jordan into his chair. So it, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. The pleasure principle, I hate it. It just looked like a bunch of arm floaties wrapped around her body. It didn't work for me. And I'm also not understanding the concept of gay men who do drag wearing trans colors. It really doesn't resonate with me, and it doesn't make any sense. I don't think she was really going for the trans colors, because if she were, I think there would be more white in there. Um but to me, I think it missed the mark just because there's no body shape to that. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's not. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the next one, which is the Vivian. Uh, this confused you. You had no idea who these were. Nope. But it was uh, uh, Joanne from the amazing show Absolutely Fabulous uh, was the first character and then moved over to Catherine Tate. Uh, which was actually one of her characters that she plays on the show. Um, so that was really, really cool. So, sorry, we have to get the kitten because he's just 
Like, you know, he's a baby. All right. Uh, I thought that I thought that they were great because I knew who they were. I knew who they were trying to portray. So to me, it was funny. Um, but to you, it was like, I don't, I'm not understanding. I think he's hungry. Yeah. Especially like I, they, they also do a lot of different things from the UK and there's a lot of references and stuff I wouldn't get. Yeah. So it was funny. I thought it was great. Now the, uh, runway was fabulous. I love this costume. I love the huge shoulder. I love the hat. It all, this is what I'm talking about when I say that a concept looks great because there is not a touch of color that is different in that outfit because it wasn't supposed to be different. Like it was all one color. It all looked great. It was made by the same person. It didn't look like it was pulled out of a bag and shook out. It was really, really thought out and I loved it. And when he says big shoulders is big shoulders. Yeah, like it is a small shelf. You could probably put three beers on that. Um, but I think that she did well. Um, no no fault that I see there. Uh, now, Shea Coulee missed the mark on this entire episode for me, personally. Yeah. Um, Elisa uh, Majimbo was the character that she portrayed, which is a TikTok person. I don't know who that is. I have At never all? heard of Elsa Majimbo, but like e- even her jokes, like I wasn't getting them. Yeah, it, At it, all. it wasn't great for me, and I didn't really see Rue or anybody else reacting to it well. So I'm like, maybe I'm not the crazy one here. Um, and then we had Miss J from America's Next Top Model. It was funny. It wasn't bad. It just didn't hit the mark where I needed it to because Shay can be funny, and she just missed the mark. Um, for her runway was a Catwoman suit, but once again, it just feels ill-fitting. It doesn't feel right to me. And it was it was all white instead of black, and it had, like, words and letters, like, from the old comics and stuff. Yeah. I don't mind it because of her skin tone, because she has such a beautiful skin tone, so the color pops off of her skin tone, which makes it look really cool. I think the idea is great, but also... Yet again, like her midsection just looks straight. Like there's yeah. no curve. There's no shape. Well, and she has no breast on, but she has boobs painted on the actual breast. So it's, it was to me, it was a miss, but there are opportunities to fix this one. Unlike with Evie Oddly's, there's no way to fix that because it's literally, I'm sorry. I know you don't like me saying this, but it was, it looked like it was pulled out of a bag. I'm okay <laughs> with it. Um, so kind of missed the mark for me here. Um, and then we have Raja and let me tell you, Raja showed why she is an amazing makeup artist. Um, she did Madam, which was so good. It's this amazing puppet from, I think that was from like the seventies. It, it's an old She's puppet old, from a long time. I remember yeah. seeing her on a bunch of different things. Yeah. Actually. Uh, she did like this amazing prosthetic for the face and painted her face. Honestly, had no idea it was Raja when I saw it. And the cool thing is she even tied sticks to her wrist and had the movements and everything like a puppet. It was masterfully done. Yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, and then her second character was an amazing um, editor uh, by the name of um, Deanna I, Vreeland. Yeah. Uh, the the paint on this face is so stupid. The fact that not only did she, and by the way, both of her characters sounded like her characters. They didn't sound like, oh, Raj is just trying to make a, a face. Like, 
they were really the characters. When she said purple mittens, I almost peed myself because that <laughs> that actually happened in an interview. They said, you know, what's in fashion right now? And she looked at the camera and went purple mittens. And it was so good. And she, I honestly would not have even realized that this was uh, Raja again, unless, you know, uh, the only reason I knew is because they told us. And also because when she would lift her arms, you could see her tattoos. That's it. In both of, in both of her outfits, for the snatch game literally if you did not know it was her you wouldn't yeah no you wouldn't tell her makeup is on point just looking at her face looking at her picture right now it's like it's unrecognizable right next to a picture of her and it's just like what the hell yeah her runway was great i loved the the pointed shoes along with the wraparound of the leather going up the or the pleather going up the legs along with this kind of like peekaboo here's my vagina like cut out in the in the suit that she had on along with the jacket she had a fascinator on top she looked like grungy 80s like it it was it was great. It was like grungy nineties. I don't know why I said eighties. I'm tired. Grungy nineties. It was this delicious. It was great. It, it made my day so much better. So it, good. On on this episode, Raja killed it. Yeah. Raja Loved was very it. good. Um, and then of course we got Monet exchange uh, with her Mike Tyson, which was on point and creepy and scary all at once. Loved the Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was so good. Even had the little tattoo on the face. There was a moment that if you were watching close enough, you would see Monet reach down and take a piece of bacon and eat it real quick. And it was literally a second of a clip that they just flipped through. So funny. So great. Uh, and then of course did Shanene for as Martin, like Martin Lawrence's Shanene, which did you ever watch? Did you ever see Shanene? Did you ever watch that? I don't think I have. It's so funny. Like just, uh, it's so great. It's a great joke. Um, really played the character really, really well. I loved it. Um, and then of course the runway was great. The way that this suit or the way that this like suits her body so well, it's a dress with a huge bow in the front of it, just pure Brown. And it just makes her skin. Once again, the Queens know their skin tones to the point that it's stupid because that popping off of her skin, makes her skin look so just luscious and vibrant. I just want to take a bite out of her. She looks so good. And one of the unique things about this dress that is very interesting is the bodice has abs built yeah. into it. And it's just so interesting to see that on a queen. Yeah. It was a very cool way to play with the feminine and masculine of it all. Sorry, witchcraft has lost his mind and I don't know what's going on. There we go. Fix that problem. Don't look at me like that. You just gave me the most evil look. I'm sorry. You're being a brat. All right. So, yes, absolutely great. Then we come to Jinx Monsoon. And let me tell you, I'll let you go ahead and do the first one because I know you love doing this. Go ahead. Okay. So her first look for the Snatch Game was Miss Natasha Leone. And honestly, beautiful. It was good. Because Natasha Leone can be a very difficult character to portray because she has a very unique humor and comedy. Yeah. And she hit the mannerisms. She hit the voice like beautiful Natasha Leone. Loved every second of it. 
Uh, and then she moved on to Judy Garland. It was also spot on. Uh, I want to touch on the Natasha real quick. I hated that wig because it didn't look good, but the rest of it was so good that I can forgive the wig. But like the wig still was Natasha Leone's style. It was her style, but it it was flat. Like she doesn't do flat on top. She's teased to the gods on the top too. That was very much like I hate to say it, it's a shake and go wig that she shook real hard, put it on her head, and said, "I'm good." I don't care that it's that way for this because it worked. It was funny, and I loved it. It was beautiful. I can overlook certain things if you do something to placate it. If you can give me something that kind of makes that look okay, I'm totally fine with it. Judy Garland was so great, um, and she said that she got permission to do Judy Garland from a friend of hers who does Judy Garland. Um, I think she's retired the character, uh, so she asked her if she could do it. She got permission. The mannerisms, the microphone with the long cord on it, uh, everything was so perfect. You could not play it off any different. You cannot clock her. She was beautiful. Yeah. And the jokes of the, is this my camera and pointing <laughs> at the camera was so funny. But I think the part that I loved is she did a nod to her season. Um, there was an episode where they had to make over, uh, veterans and the veteran she made over said that he thought that he may have been the reason that Judy Garland died. He literally thought he killed Judy Garland, that poor man. So she looked at, she said, which one's my camera? And then looked at the camera and said, you didn't kill me. And the fact that Rue and everybody realized what was happening and they all started rolling. Like, I don't know how the production team was able to keep a straight face because I would have lost my mind on that. Absolutely would have lost my mind on that. Um, but yes, absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, now, when we talk about the uh, pleather principal look, really great look. The pink and blue go really good together. It's this old like Mae West Southern Belle look. I love it. I also it love great. it with a little bow that's hanging on the side. Yeah. She really thought about this, and even for once, somebody did their shoes right. If you look, there's a little peak of her shoe that's the same color as part of the top. Um, really great. It was an absolutely, it was a win for her tonight. Absolutely. A hundred thousand percent. Um, and then we have the snatch game for um, Jada Essence Hall. That prince was terrible, <laughs> but it was so terrible. It was good. Like, so good. At a certain point, while she was doing Prince, she gave up. She yeah. gave up, and as soon as she gave up, she got better. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was Jada Essence Hall playing Prince, trying to be Prince. Like, it was this whole circle <laughs> of stupid, and I loved every minute of it. She looked great. <laughs> she looked the part. So it was really good. Um, and then she transitioned into uh, the Lady Chablis, it was really great. It, 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 you're making a face because you haven't seen the show. We'll watch nope. it sometime. Uh, but it was really good. It was in character, but it was kind of just Jada Essence Hall being Jada Essence Hall. So it's kind of like I felt with the whole Trinity thing. It didn't knock it out of the park. It was just kind of there. I, I will say when it comes to the characters on this episode, it's a miss for Jada. Yeah, it, uh, it wasn't great. Now, her runway, though, oh. it gave me such a great 90s Phil, it was very Aaliyah, it was very TLC, 
Blade, Matrix, like it was this gorgeous just concept all the way around. If I had to pick one character that her runway looked like, it was Naomi from The Matrix. Yeah, and that's what the play was. It even had those thin little glasses. It had the top separated from the bottom. Beautiful long cape. It was wonderful. It was was a very, very great uh, look, and it kind of saved her. Um, But, you know, of course, we have to break down... Who actually went where? Sorry, my iPad has decided that it does not want to work all of a sudden. There we go. I know I have an update. Leave me alone. All right. So Jinx and Trinity end up winning it, of course. Not a big shocker that they won. Uh, the only thing is, um, you know, they they ended up winning and they had to lip sync to Adele's Rumor Has It. But sadly... Trinity does not get a star. And the reason being is because she was, she was blocked. blocked on the first episode. Yep. So she is not going to be getting a legendary legend star. I'm going to throw something. If I have to keep saying that I absolutely hate that phrase. Just say star then. No, I have to say it. Copyright. No, but so they have to lip sync. They do a great job. Of course, yeah. um, for what it was, they did a great job. And of course, uh, Jinx ends up winning, the entire thing, which of course it was very well deserved. Um, she wins it and she now has to decide who she thinks needs the plunger. Now, if we look back at the episode with more of the behind the scenes, uh, there is a moment where Jinx is standing there talking to Monet and she said, no matter what happens, I'm going to block somebody who already has a star. So Monet is shaking in her pants. And Jinx is playing the game, and I, I think she's also playing it very fairly, too. Yeah. She's going to block whoever has the most so that, like, she has a chance to get up. Like, that's very smart, and it's very fair, I think. Yeah. So, of course, they do the walk around, like, who's going to, who am I going to block? And <laughs> we tell more jokes. And then all of a sudden, she hands it to Shea Coulee, because Shea Coulee was really, really strong in the first episode. My favorite part is when Trinity screams from the back, Revenge! Revenge! <laughs> it was great. Like, at this point, Shay, two episodes in, and Shay's already given the plunger and gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that she's standing there, and she goes, I don't have any words. And she's, like, crying. It was so funny to see her cry like that and be like, thank you all so much. Like, I was, I just could not handle myself. I love the way they're taking it yeah, when they get the plunger. They're, they're having fun with it. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into episode three. Episode three is the ball episode, which the ball episode is a hit or miss for certain queens. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into it. There is a mini challenge this time. Uh, The mini challenge is for them to guess a phrase that is written on the TV, kind of like in the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, And the Wheel of Fortune says that it is the Vanna White ball. Vanna White party. Yeah. So really cool, great idea. Um, and then they have to spin this stupid wheel. And I hate this wheel because it took forever to get where we were going. But Jinx ends up solving the puzzle. Have to touch on that. And RuPaul says, and guess what you've won? And everybody waits and she goes, absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. And it was just such a 
just funny joke. I, I think they're running out of money. Um, <laughs> so then they have to spin this giant wheel. Each one of them take turns spinning this wheel to see what it's going to land on because it's going to land on uh, a city, a yeah, a city and a country, and then they have to build a look around it. And there's also a color involved as well. So each country or city is has its own color. Yeah, exactly. So um, let, let's go over all of the the looks. We're going to do it by each uh, performer, just like we did it before. Um, so their first category was Vanna White Realness. Um, and the funny joke here is they didn't know this, but Vanna White was actually on the stage watching them every time they came out in this outfit. What I love about this ball is every time they came out for the Vanna White Realness, the look of shock. And some of them almost like fell to their knees because they came out and saw Vanna White. The funny part is the one that we're talking about right now, which is Evie Oddly, had no reaction to her until she got up to her and she was like, oh, wait, that's Vanna White. <laughs> it was so funny. It was such a good joke. Some of them didn't even realize it was her until they were like turning around at the end of the runway. And then they were just like, oh, that's Vanna White. Evie Oddly. Uh, I'm trying to find a nice way to say that I'm over the trying to be different because it's actually starting to get to the point that you're not even trying. That look was stupid. That made no sense. The thing about her Vanna White, I never liked dresses that are cut at that point right in the middle. So it's a mini dress and then it has a train on it that's cut open in the middle to kind of give you a flowy look. I never liked it. Well, it doesn't even matter if you like the dress. What we're talking about is does it meet the challenge and nowhere has Vanna White ever wore an orange piece of hair? I've never seen her wear a dress that looks like that either. It did not hit any marks. I can't really say if it hit any marks because I don't really know who Vanna White is. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm telling you, Vanna White is a classic evening dress constantly. That is not correct. On, honestly, that looks like she got all that off of Amazon and said, I'll take it. And she just walked on the <laughs> stage. Um, the second category was before and after look. Um, she did uh, Cardi B. Arthur. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't get it either. The only thing that said B. Arthur was the hair. Yeah. And everything else was Cardi B. Yeah, it, it was not a hit on this one. Uh, and then, of course, the last category was Realness of Fortune, uh, Eleganza look. Uh, she got the Pink City. Of, of Japur, India. Yes, and it was, you know, to see her in pink was nice. It was kind of cool. I still hate it, though. It was, it was a refreshing splash of color for Evie. And her face looked so great if she didn't have that stupid thing on top of it. I mean, she had that weird pink fabric all over her face, which just, it, it looked awkward to me. I, I didn't care for it much. Yeah. It was kind of a wash for me. Um, and then we had Trinity, the tuck, uh, her Vanna white realness. And we're just going to kind of say just Vanna white at the beginning. Uh, so her first look, uh, was great. Looked like Vanna white hit the mark. It was too pageant though. It was over the top of Vanna white, but it was still good. Like, it was really, really great. I mean, it looked good. The hair was nice. I do like that gown. Yeah. Uh, the before and after was RuPaul Charles II. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, but I loved it. This is what I'm talking about. Like, if you're going to do something stupid, sell it and make it funny. 
I mean, even RuPaul loved it. I mean, it was his likeness, and he enjoyed it. RuPaul liked it, and it was goofy and funny, and I love it. It even had... Trinity even had shorts on under the dress, and yeah. it was it was funny. It was great. Um, and then we have the Eleganza look, which she got Red Square of Moscow, Russia. This is gorgeous. This is ridiculous. I love this look. It is my favorite look of the night. It is beautiful. It's cut perfectly. And also, as a disclaimer... They aired this before all the stuff with Russia started. They so. filmed it before it. Yeah. Yeah. They dated it before all the stuff with Russia, so they didn't even know that was going. It was before it happened. Yeah, which is not that big of a deal. I mean, we can't blame a whole country for one stupid idiot. Not talking about politics. Um, <laughs> then we had the Vivian, uh, the Vanna White. It was gorgeous. It was great. I didn't like the rooted wig because she does. I've never seen her with a lot of root. But the gown was gorgeous. She looked good. Her face was painted to the gods. She looked great. I do like the velvet peach color on that dress. Yeah, that is very gorgeous. Um, The before and after was Princess Diana Ross, <laughs> which was so funny. I love it. It was such a great idea. That hair is stupid. I don't know where she got that hair, but it's great. Uh, and then her eleganza was the great blue hole of... Uh, Belize. Belize. Uh, and it, it looks great. Her body is snatched. It is perfect. It it hits all the spots. The shoe length is perfect. This is what she does. Like, this is what she does. I, there are so many strong personalities that I feel like we're forgetting the Vivian. Even though the Vivian has been strong, she's just not winning. I, I think that she does, as I said before... Everybody in this season deserves to be here. They are top of the top, and she is no exception. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then we've got uh, the beautiful Shea Coulee. Uh Her Vanna White was very, very good. Uh, I love it. A pretty light pink. Yeah, it was very, very gorgeous. Um, the before and after look, the gold tooth fairy. I yeah. didn't like this. I didn't either. The wings kept flopping around. The hair... The costume was good in parts, but it, it just, it missed that mark. And honestly, I don't think she cared, to be honest, because why should she? She's not going to win this week. I mean, no, she can't ruin a Ru- the stars, but she, I, I feel like there should have been more effort than that because also I don't think yellow and gold go well together. Yeah, my personal opinion. It. It, the, the yellow part is just kind of bland as well to yeah. me. Wasn't bad, just wasn't great. And then, of course, we have the Eleganza look, which is the White Cliffs of Dover in England, which I thought was funny that Vivian didn't get that one. Like, <laughs> right. I was like, why didn't the Vivian get that one? Um, This, I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. It seems like so much tool in all the wrong places. It just seems like the tool is just kind of thrown over the shoulder and around the arms. And yeah, it, it just seems like it's thrown a little bit. And anyway. mind you, it's not that we don't like the looks. We're being nitpicky because this is all winners. It, it, this is the time to be nitpicky. This isn't bad. It's just not my taste. And I don't think it's a lot of people's taste. And honestly, it's Shea Coulee. Yeah. I expected more. Yeah. I, like I said, I think that the falter here was just because she was just like, I'm not going to win anyway, so what does it really matter? You try anyway, darling. Um, And then we've got Raja, her realness. 
let me tell you, when she walked out, I wanted to flip a table. That is Vanna White in the 80s, baby. That is big hair. She just looks so good. Like It's ridiculous how good she looks. And I love the shade of purple on that dress. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's very for the time. Um, the before and after made me so angry because it's Olivia, Olivia Newton, John Waters. Fail. It was Olivia Newton, John. Yes, the John Waters was nowhere there. You cannot tell me. Oh, the pencil mustache. No, I found. I do have a way to fix this though. There was an easy way to fix this. She already has naturally gray hair. Why not paint the face to look like John Waters? Like wrinkle it up because we know she can do it. We've seen it in her snatch game. I'm about to wrinkle say. the face up, take the wig off, and slick her own hair back into a ponytail and tuck it behind the shirt. And then just simply do that. It's John Waters from the neck up, but then it's Olivia Newton-John from the bottom. I, I was just, as much as I love Raja and both her other looks were great, the, there was no John Waters. Like no. I was, It I, was an afterthought. I'm sitting there watching the screen going, what about that says John Waters? And only as she was leaving did I catch a glimpse of that tiny mustache yeah it wasn't good uh and then her eleganza look uh she had the golden i'll let you read this because i'm terrible with the, the golden pagoda from myanmar yeah this was gorgeous this was great it, it fits her aesthetic it, you know we got the gray hair back it, it fits raja for who she is and i loved it it was really good i do love her combination of the silver hair with the gold outfit yeah beautiful this is what i'm talking about with two tones these two tones go together well because of the fact it is a shiny top and then it goes into more of a dull bottom that's what you kind of want when you're doing these kind of looks and i'm like, about to get clawed. and like the like dull gold accents that go like up the dress yeah just kind of fold into the rest of it it's it, it it marks it beautifully. Yeah, it was a great look uh and then we got monet exchange with her vanna white realness it was not Vanna White. It was a Monet exchange going to something where she can show off her leg. The thing about that look, I've never seen a slit in a dress like that. Really? That went so far back. Oh, yeah. I've seen them like that. I have not seen it like that. It's very slutty. I love it. It, <laughs> But it's it not is. Vanna White. She was, she was showing off that ass. Definitely. Okay. We got to talk about this before and after because I almost peed myself because this <laughs> is stupid. So we got the before and after it's Bob, the drag queen, Elizabeth. <laughs> and I'm mad about it for this reason. And this reason only you're tired of being compared to Bob, the drag queen yet. You do Bob, <laughs> the drag queen, Elizabeth. Perfectly. It was just, it was good. It was a great look. Uh, it matched the aesthetic. It matched the challenge. It was funny. I liked it. It was funny. It, she did like the neon lime green and she had the Bob the Drag Queen face, even with a little bit of like pink running down, which was a nod to Bob's season. Yeah. And like holding a little purse, just like the queen. But yeah, I love when she came out. It was the queen's purse, but it was purse first. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Let me tell you, this eleganza, I'm mad about it. And I'll tell you why I'm mad. Because it's the Green Emerald Isles of Ireland. The reason I hate this and the reason I'm so mad about it <laughs> is because I am totally fine with you putting on something green. It's green emerald. So I understand they had to do green. I'm so tired of when everybody wears green, they wear red with it too. It drives me insane and I absolutely hate it. 
It's not Christmas. But especially when you're talking, especially when it comes to Ireland, a lot of Irish are redheads. I get it, and I understand it. I just didn't like it. I was mad about it, and it's not a natural red either. Like, that is more of a colored red. I just didn't like it. It's okay. Like, I love the outfit. Do not get me wrong. The outfit's great. She did good. There is one problem that I have is this is where the two-tone problem comes off for me. It is two different types of green in the top, and then it fades into a different color sleeve and a different color pant. That doesn't make any sense. The the thing about the green, even though you can tell it's a slight difference, it's still a very noticeable difference when it comes to different greens. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you're going to do something noticeably different, it needs to be noticeably different, not just... Barely. Barely. Like, this is to the point where it's like, did you just wash this one piece in the wrong fabric softener and bleach and it just went wrong? Like, what happened here? I just don't like it because of that, because it throws the eye off and it makes you concentrate directly where the boobies are. Like that's that's the problem. The design was interesting too. Like I do I do like the design. The design was cool. Because especially like the way the legs are cut, it reminds me of like old Egyptian like harems. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're talking I, about. I know and I love that style. Yeah. Uh and then we've got oh poor baby. Let's talk about Jinx Monsoon. Oh, Jinxy. Jinx Monsoon in this one did not hit the mark where it should have been. The Vanna White realness is good, but Vanna White would never wear something that ill-fitted. Vanna White is very, like, tucked in, looking great. If if I could get that fitted right, I want it, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a great dress. <laughs> I, want, I want that dress. It's a great dress. <laughs> it's just not fitted right. Um, The before and after was really, ha- really funny. Whatever happened to baby Jane Fonda? <laughs> It was a good joke. It was really funny. I have one critique, and it's just being nitpicky. There's two things, actually two things that I have a problem with. Why is her her belly hanging so low in that outfit? And also, get tights that match your skin tone, please. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you. All I want is a skin tone that matches your face. Stop it. <laughs> I hate it. I, I Her idea for this was wonderful. The idea was and- great. It was... Pieces of being nitpicky is the only problem. It's definitely, especially with this, like it's definitely nitpicky because other than those very small things, there's nothing really wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, her, her eleganza was really funny. I'll go ahead and let you. Her eleganza was the lavender fields of Provence, France, which this was the one where she was going to braid her outfit because she doesn't know how to sew. Which we've seen queens that can't sew still come out with some amazing outfits. But uh, Trinity actually had to help her put together the outfit. Beautiful, though. I do think that it's still a good outfit. I don't. I think. I hate everything about this. He hates everything about it. I I like the slit in the dress. I do like the details on her arms, too. The visor. Like, I understand what look she was going for, but. Her yeah. makeup was terrible, too. Maybe her that's why she had the visor over her eyes. Oh, she needed a full mask. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. All right. And then we've got the beautiful Jada Essence Hall. Her Vanna White, spot on. You couldn't tell me that wasn't Vanna White. Gorgeous silver with little sparkly danglies. 
It was good. It was Beautiful. so good. Uh, and then her before and after was Bag Lady in Red. So funny. So great. And love the concept because even Michelle Fassage said that she was not prepared. When she heard Bag Lady, she was thinking tattered. No. She literally made a dress out of like red Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. It, it was a great play on the idea. Uh, and then, of course, uh, her eleganza was the black sand beach of Hawaii. I love this look. I loved everything about this look. I mean, I've been to the black sand beaches, and I love it. Like, it was gorgeous. It, it fit her well. Yeah. The shoulder pieces, the little... Yeah. I can't think of words right now. It's fun. <laughs> Beautiful. And I do love the neck piece, too. Yeah. It, it was a great concept. She really thought about what she was going to do, and she played it well. Her makeup matches the costume. It just, everything about this was perfect. I think when it comes to Jada, black is her color. Yeah. Black she is definitely her color. Because it makes her, like, she has this beautiful skin tone. So when she wears, like, a deep, deep, deep dark black, it just makes her skin tone so bright and beautiful. It just, it's so sick. Um, so... The ball's finally over. Jesus Christ, that lasted forever because they <laughs> last forever. Uh, and the two winners are Trinity and Jada. I feel like it was it was fair. I don't think anybody did any better. I'm going through it real quick. Go ahead. I do want to say, though, Trinity finally got her star. <laughs> Trinity got her star, and I'm so happy about her star. Um but yeah, so, I mean, they, they win the week. They both get a star. Um, and then they have to perform to Greenlight by Beyonce. One, I like that they got the copyright to this because it's a great song. Um, and of course, this fits more into Jada's element than it does Trinity's, in my personal opinion. True. Um, Trinity, of course, comes out the gate just too strong. That That's kind of what happens with Trinity. She's she's a quick hit, and then she's a slow burn. With Jada, she has peaks, which is so cool to watch, because she'll slow down, and then she'll hit it hard at different points. It was really, really good to watch her perform. Um, Jada wore this blonde wig where she had a ponytail, and she kept spinning it at random points. I wanted to pee. It was so <laughs> funny. But that's what it was, is Jada knew what she was going to do, and she hit it hard, and it was great. Uh, and then, of course, you had uh, Trinity, like I said, pulled out a little pink star out of her boobie and said, give it, give it to me, which was really funny. It and everybody was laughed. Funny. But then she burnt out after that. There was nothing else to her gimmicks. She had nothing else to pull out. I mean, that so wasn't great. She didn't do bad either. Like, she no. still, she hit her words. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, so Jada Essence Hall wins. And now she's got the Platinum Plunger. That's actually gold. And now she needs to make a decision on who she is going to go against. Who's it going to be? Here's the thing. I have a very big rule on drag race. Shut up. Stop saying what you're (laughs) going to do out loud or how you feel about a moment. Because when you do, it screws you over. If you have a plan, keep it to yourself. And Jinx Monsoon screwed herself over because what she said was... This is just a challenge I don't excel at, but there's more challenges and I will excel at them. The moment she said that, I bet you Jada went, ding, I know exactly who I'm going to give this to. And she hands it to Jinx Monsoon and she was like, ah, crap. But it was a great moment of knowing that you were going to lose this. But of course she plunges Jinx and now Jinx is you know not going to be able to win next week. Um, now I've already seen a little preview 
of what is happening in in this coming week, it is an acting challenge. Ooh, Jinx is going to kill it. Yep, but she can't take home a star. She can't so, take home a star, but she can dang well win it. Yeah. So it was it was a very good it was like a very good uh, episode of set of three episodes. So let's kind of dive into something real quick. I'm going to turn this off because my phone is going to die. Okay. So we're looking at the season. Who do we find as the four that could possibly take this crown in the, because remember we're going to have four that are going to end up doing this lip sync Lala Perusa. I really am tired of RuPaul trying to make so many <laughs> words. Um, so for me personally, um, I think it is going to end up, did he literally get that collar wrapped around his leg? Yep. Oh my goodness. That's funny. It would have broke off sooner or later. Um, so we've got, uh, Four people that can lip sync for the Lala Perusa. I think it's going to be Jinx Monsoon. Yes. Shea Coulee. Yes. Um, hmm. This is where it gets hard. I like Trinity, but I, I think that she's not going to make it all the way. Um, I do think that, let's see, said Shay. I think it could be money exchange. Oh my goodness. I don't know what he just hit. Sorry if there was some loud noise. The baby decided to pre- play music at a random point. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be Shea Coulee. I think it is going to be Monet Exchange. I think it's going to be Jinx. I'm going to say Trinity, even though I don't think it's going to be Trinity. I'm going to say Trinity. Like, I kind of want to replace Monet with Raja in that lineup. I do too, but Raja has not stepped up her game unless she steps up her game she is not going to be able to make it through this but i i think she will and i also i enjoy the way monet does play the game because she definitely has strategy 100 percent. and i think she is definitely going to be i I think it's going to be between her or raja is going to be one of the others yeah um but who out of this season, when we go to the lip sync Lollapalooza, you can include the fifth person. That's fine. Who do you think is going to take this crown? Keep in mind, it is a lip sync to win it. Who do you think is going to end up taking the crown? I think Shea Coulee is up there. Uh-huh. Um, but I also think Jinx Monsoon would do really good. Or Trinity. See, I think it's going to be Shea Coulee all the way. Because as much as I love Jinx, she's not a strong performer. Trinity, like I said before, is a slow burn. Raja, we don't see her lip sync a lot. She's very much a look queen, which there's nothing wrong with. But that's where she kind of shines, is being a look queen. Um, And then when we're looking at Monet, Monet does good, but Monet misses words at times and forgets to lip sync. So I think that there is potential for everybody. Uh, to possibly take the crown, but honestly, if I had to pick one person. I'm my my balls are all in the court of Shea Coulee. Like they are already there. Like I would bet money on it if I was a betting man, but I'm not stupid. So I mean, I wouldn't bet on anyone just because we are we are at the winners of the winners. Like yeah. this is top of the top. Uh, 
the word they use with cream in it. <laughs> I like cream, whatever. But this is the top of the top. These are the best. Yeah. So it can literally go any direction in the blink of an eye. It could literally be completely opposite of anything we're thinking. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to continue with this season. Uh, Amy should be back next week. Uh, once again, I'm I'm sorry that this may get posted a little later than usual. Um, you know, we're recording super late at night because we've been getting ready for the pageant. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, we are going to have a little snippet that will come out next week um, with an update on the case that we covered. Um, I had made a comment about the police um, that was actually incorrect, um, which I will, we're going to do a full statement on the whole situation and catch back up on it uh, because it is extremely important. Um, But I want to kind of remind everybody to, of course, leave us a rating and a review on Apple podcast. It does help us out a lot along with, you can go to our website, which is uh, witchcraftedpodcast.com. Um, if you go there, you can, of course, buy merch there. You can send us an email with any of your thoughts. Let us know who you think is going to end up taking uh, the title if you're watching as well. Um, if you don't like RuPaul's Drag Race, let's talk about it. I don't care. I, I don't like Drag Race most of the time anyways. Um, but anyways, I just want to remind everybody that, uh, you know, love each other. Let's be kind to each other. We're not going to do the normal closing because Amy is sadly not here to do the closing with me. Uh, so we are not going to do that, but I do want to thank you very much for doing this episode with me. I know we had to study in a very short amount of time to get ready. Um, to pull all the information and stuff. So, I mean, I still had a lot of fun. I love talking about drag race, especially this season. It's definitely worth talking about and I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. So anyways, guys, we love you so much and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.